0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 11th day of April. I'm your host, Paul White. Well, it is Holy Week, the week that leads up to Maundy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and finally, of course, Resurrection Sunday, Easter Day. This is an exciting time on the Christian calendar. For the first time ever here on the podcast, we are going to observe the liturgical readings for each day for Holy Week I'm going to read for you on the liturgical calendar each day. There is a first reading, a psalm, a second reading, and then a gospel reading. And so I was going to just read one and comment on it each day. But then I thought, well, it might be fun to read all four, comment here and there on what they say to me and what I think maybe it could say to you. And of course, you can hear for yourself what it says to you. But I thought we would explain it today, get busy on it today, and then each day this week read the four readings for each day of Holy Week. So let's get started. The first reading here on the Monday of Holy Week is from Isaiah chapter 42, the first nine verses. This is a passage that describes the servant of the Lord, and of course, us looking back on Holy Week, we see that this is Jesus, but try and read this through prophetic eyes. Isaiah 42, 1. Behold my servant whom I uphold, my elect one, and whom my soul delights. I have put my spirit upon him. He will bring forth justice to the Gentiles. He will not cry out, nor raise his voice, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. He will bring forth justice for truth. He will not fail nor be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands shall wait for his law. Thus says God the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness and will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people. As a light to the Gentiles, to open blind eyes, to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who set in darkness from the prison house, I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images, behold the former things have come to pass, and new things I declare, before they spring forth, I tell you of them. I want to point out to you one quick thing, there's a lot of things in this passage But I've always loved the phrase from verse 3, a bruised reed he will not break, and a smoking flax he will not quench. This is a dimly burning flax he will not extinguish. It's cheap and easy to go make another reed. They grow at the marshlands all over the land. But he doesn't bother to just throw away because he can go get another one. He repairs even though in the eyes of the world it seems not worth the repair. What a Messiah. Here's our psalm for the first day of Holy Week from Psalms 36, 5 to 11. Your mercy, O Lord, is in the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the great mountains. Your judgments are a great deep, O Lord. You preserve man and beast How precious is your loving kindness, O God! Therefore the children of men put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. O continue your loving kindness to those who know you, and your righteousness to the upright in heart. Let not the foot of pride come against me, and let not the hand of the wicked drive me away. Listen to, I love this phrase at the end of verse 9. In your light, we see light. Our second reading is from Hebrews chapter 9. It's our third reading, but it's, it's called second reading on the calendar. Hebrews 9, verses 11 to 15. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle not made with hands, that is, not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood. He entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifies for the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, Cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant, that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. I love two things here to always bring out when I read this passage. One is this triple eternal, this triune eternal, the eternal spirit that he gives. And the eternal inheritance that he gives. And the eternal redemption that he gives. And also that he cleansed your conscience not from sins you commit, but from dead works you perform. And then finally on Holy Monday, first day of Holy Week, John chapter 12 Verses 1 to 11, can you ever do better than the gospel of John? What a way to end it. Then six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus who was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. But Lazarus was one of them who sat at the table with him. And Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, Leave her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial, for the poor you have with you always, but me you do not have with you always. Now a great many of the Jews knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only but that they might also see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. But the chief priests plotted to put Lazarus to death also, because on account of him, many of the Jews went away and believed in Jesus. I love it that it's a woman that anoints Jesus, the job normally left for the priest, and that people want to come to see the man whom Jesus has raised from the dead as we walk the resurrection out. That might be what they say about us. More from our readings of Holy Week tomorrow on the podcast. Have a great day. God bless.